Hey, what's going on? Welcome. We're here. This is going to be a special edition of Tech File. We are not going to do our normal weekly show here. It's playoff time in the NBA. So we are going to be doing a playoff preview (laughs) looking at the three, six and four or five matchups, because as of this recording, playing games are still going on. So we're going to focus on what we know for the now and we're going to come back, hit y'all with the next half at a later date and time. So buckle up, get ready. It's going to be a fun show if Tim don't drop his mic and all that type (laughs) of stuff. Welcome to episode 246 of Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. You muted, sir. <laughs> it's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. as Ketchum, a.k.a. Mr. Give it to me. Hello. <laughs> I thought he really did break the mic. Um, I am the Eric J. Only known as? The Eric J. And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real-life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door, you know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy, Kay Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. The everyday gentleman. 24-7. But better known as KD. Take that, take that, take that. All right. Sport fact of the week, what we got? Uh... I'm going to start this shit talking real early. So on April 10th, 1999, the Chicago Bulls lost 82 to 49 to the Miami Heat. The 49 points by Chicago was the fewest points scored by an NBA team since the introduction of the shot clock prior to the 1954-55 season. Chicago's 18 field goals was also an NBA record low. 49 points in a professional NBA game. Hey, shots, bro. Got, that's, and that's the defending <laughs> champion Chicago Bulls scoring that much. Well, they went the same. That was a different age. Hey. You know, hey, hey. I mean, you were they defending. Right? Huh? Were they the Jordan List Bulls? Yeah. When everybody left. Last, post everybody last dance was. Bulls. 49 points. <laughs> Yikes. The first get your ass down because your feet hurt. Uh, yeah, bro. I ain't going back out there, bro. <laughs> For what? I'm a starter, bro. I don't even need to be out there no more. I mean, the margin of of the the, the loss there. Yeah. Still, I've, I've seen bigger L's taken. 49. And yeah, the fact that the winning score was 82. See, they lucky like, wasn't a modern NBA where it's like you, you have to drop them. Every game going to be 100 some points. 120 plus. God damn, bro. That's what we at now. And again, like, why why are people like, man, we need the 90s back? No, we don't. I remember no. it was a thing when they used to say, like, man, this team helped this, uh, like, holding them under 100 points. Like, who the fuck doing that now? <laughs> Who's doing no, that now? The Celtics and that's it. I'm saying, it happens from time to time. And you be sitting there like, yo, this game, like, they are breaking everything. <laughs> <laughs> The game that needs a name. 
Eric, before you give your suggestion, Tim and Ken, do y'all have any suggestions for the game that needs a name this week? For listeners who are unfamiliar, while these two are also thinking, the game that needs a name is where we kind of go around, uh, name a category, and try to quickly continue naming things that relate to it. So <laughs> the game needs a name, if it's, if it's point guards, we just name point guards until we can no longer do so. Whoever's the last person standing wins. We got to yeah. start doing standings for this, too. Like, Right, we should. I have not won one, Nan one. I'm I think pretty you sure one. you have. I think we I all think did. I really? Oh, yeah, I, I think we like split that. the first four. Oh, yeah. okay. Between us. Tim is like you have one. I do. Uh, I got the idea from winning time after one of the last. Oh, well, Eric didn't see it, so maybe I can use that one. Oh, no, that's too, too less. So, my idea is teams that don't end in S, any sport. Wait, what? So in teams that don't winning, exactly. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah I get what you're saying. He was saying, okay. Well, I don't know if there are enough for us to go. That's what I'm saying. Like, how many teams are whatever no, it is? No, I mean, like, in the, like, any league, any yeah, league, like soccer and stuff. <laughs> yeah, like, anywhere. Like, there's enough for us to play this game. Yeah, sure. I can't think of hey, one right now. I can't either. I'm going through my list. I'm, like, I'm literally struggling. Like, wait. I said, I said Packers, Bears, nope. Lions, Vikings, nope. Bucks. Nope. Like, I, 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 what am I going to do here? I can't. I got two. Mm-hmm. So I think the this? WNBA got a bunch. I mean, we can do it. I'm going to just be the first one out because I'm not going to Yeah, I'm second there. got to do it. <laughs> I mean, I my suggestion life. was second round picks in the NBA. Like anybody that was drafted second round. Shit, I don't know. Shit. I mean, I, I might be able to do pretty decent on that one too. Oh, actually, you know what? Might be a good one. People that haven't made an all star team. You got me there, boss. I'll be out. <laughs> I'll be out. I'll be one of the first ones up, bro. Listen, All regardless, right, uh, it's, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a light week for me. We yeah. we can we can go ahead and just pick one. NFL running backs. There we go. We can do that. That's easy enough. All, t- all time? Sure. All right, My bro. suggestion actually would be the NFL quarterbacks. That's what I was going to bring to the table. So All time quarterbacks? We didn't do that before? Yeah. We only did current. We did NFL Yeah, we did current. Not all no, we didn't because like you, somebody said like oh, no, no, no. Plummer or right. something. You're right. You're right. We did do this one before. We can do running backs. That's fine. Oh, it was Tim Couch. But yeah, running backs right <laughs> now. Uh, all time? Yeah, let's yes. do all time. All right, let's go. <clears throat> do we right. want to go around in the circle here? So Tim, right. Eric, can me, and then back up and around again. That's okay. Cool. All right. Barry Sanders. But running backs all time. Barry Sanders. Oh, okay. All right. Amos hey, Pitt. Um, shit. Um, Walter Payton. Aaron Jones. Eric Dickerson. Dorsey Levins. Um, Edgar Bennett. AJ Dillon. AJ Peterson. Uh, Jarek McKinney. Ezekiel Elliott. Jamal Williams. Larry Johnson. Marshall Falk. Uh, Clinton Portis. Terrell Davis. Jamal Lewis. Willis McGahee. Um, damn, I'm up. Jonathan Taylor. Frank Gore. Ah, you took mine. Uh, Jared Payton. I'm out. <laughs> Ricky Williams. Uh, Adrian James. Adrian Peterson? You, you already said, said that. You said <laughs> 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 What's crazy? 
<laughs> who, who did you just say? Was it Mike Williams or Ricky Williams? Ricky In my Williams. head, I was like, what? I was like, who's the dude who was smoking all the time? And I couldn't, Ricky. like, my mind, with the koalas, my, guy. <laughs> my mind got caught up trying to think of his name instead of just moving on to the next name. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Yep, that always gets you. Good win. Good win. And I had, I had Jamal Charles in my head, and I don't know why I said... What the hell I just said? Adrian Peterson. I had Jamal Charles the whole time, and Adrian Peterson came out. Back. Yeah, I said Larry Johnson first because I was like, I'm gonna just come back with Jamal Charles next time. I was playing go through that whole Miami backfield, and then you said Frank Gore right before me. I'm like, uh. Because he was also Miami running back. So. I keep losing on the last one, bro. You get close. You be close. You be close. All right. Uh, before we get into the topic discussion, do want to say, as a reminder, make sure that y'all check us out on the Good News Radio app every Thursday at 7.30 Central Time, 5.30 Pacific Time. You can also catch us on YouTube during that time where we premiere our second episode, Overtime, Tech File Overtime, Shut Up Alarm. And <laughs> so make sure that y'all tune in. Episodes that we do for the Good News Radio for TGN Sports, um, we stretch ourselves a little bit more. So this week, you can get the next review of HBO's Winning Time, covering episodes five and six. And, uh, you know, we do some interesting things over there. So make sure y'all check it out. Even if you can't catch it live, just make sure you go back and listen, either on the app, the TGN Radio website, or on our YouTube. Just, just go ahead, get them plays up, get them plays up. That's all we're asking for. And uh, let's just go ahead and get into the topic discussion. So I will say I lied because there is one piece of non-NBA news that I want to make sure that we discuss. Just want to say rest in peace to uh, Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Dwayne Haskins, who passed away mm-hmm. uh, on Saturday uh, while trying to cross the highway on foot in South Florida. He was 24 years old. Just we don't really have too many other details right now, but I think anyone who hears that news can agree um, dying at such a young age is always going to be a tragedy. So just sending love to his friends, to his family, to his teammates, to all those who knew and loved him. Mm -hmm. um, Just paying our respects. NBA playoffs. So as we're recording this, the the playing games are are kicking off right now. The seven eight games um, as we record, Kyrie is just going nuclear on, <laughs> on Cleveland. So we might know Surprise, how that. I'm back, motherfucker. <laughs> right, we might know how that how that shakes out. But for this episode, we're going to focus on the three six matchups and the four five. So of course, we're going to start in the Eastern Conference. Start with that three six matchup: the Milwaukee Bucks against the Chicago Bulls. In case mm-hmm. you were curious. The Bucks swept the Bulls in the regular season series, 4-0. And uh, we last saw them in the playoffs in 2015. Me personally, I haven't forgotten about that playoff series. I was at those games in the Bradley Center being harassed (laughs) by Bulls fans. I have not forgotten. (laughs) I have not forgotten. So I do want to ask y'all just off top. Mm -hmm. Any of y'all think the Bulls are going to win this series? Absolutely not. I got a better question. Do any of y'all think the Bulls are going to win a game in this series? No, I give them a game. No, I give them a game. I give them a gentleman sweep. No, just me. (laughs) Yeah, they get it twelve. Bucks and five. Tim, I said, I said, give them a gentleman sweep. I said five. Okay, so you got Bucks and five as well. Mm -hmm. The injuries that the Bulls are having right now is just—it's too much. 
Mm. So I agree. Um, and I also want to say that if the Bulls were fully healthy. Yeah, it'd be different. I was no, I was gonna say I was still take the Bucks. It'd be different. <laughs> no, I said the Bucks, I, the Bucks not really. Good, but they wouldn't get swept though. No, I, but I don't think they're gonna get swept as it is. But I think the series would have went six, uh, six probably six with with mm-hmm. a healthy with a healthy Bulls squad. Because the thing, which, like I get why Chicago Bulls fans are continuously sitting here like, if we were healthy, it'd be different. Because the flashes they got to see, with no, like for mm-hmm. real, the flashes they saw with Lonzo on the court, with Caruso, with great. that full squad, like it was a different looking squad. Like Lonzo yeah. brings a lot to the table for Chicago. Because they're they're not a great three point shooting team, and Lonzo was was like the main guy helping keep them afloat. He helped still take the offense, got them out on breaks real quick with his pinpoint passing, played defense, clamped up. Caruso was doing his thing, and now they're going into the playoffs with with no Lonzo Ball, mm-hmm. with a with a banged up Caruso, with a banged up Zach Levine who's been having knee issues, like. I can see why they have been saying like we were healthy. I like our chances a lot better. But again, I would have still taken the Bucks over the Bulls if they were healthy or not. Yeah. You know, I mean, a healthy squad. When we see a healthy Bulls squad once, maybe twice, because Caruso got hurt the second game with Grayson Allen. Right? We never saw him healthy because we didn't play Chicago for the first time so until January. January. We didn't see them at all in 2021. Yeah. Like I think Lonzo might have been out then. Yeah, I yep. think Lonzo was out, but Caruso was there, and then Caruso got hurt that game. Was it that game? And then, when he got hurt? Yeah, it was that game. And then I think they also didn't have like Levine in the first game we played against them because that was when Demar Derozan had like eighteen thousand free throws. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a real lower scoring game. I think both teams were under hundred, if I remember correctly. Like it was a rock fight, but yeah. um, yeah, no, I just I. Like quite as kept the Bucks have been winning with offense this year, and I don't think the Bulls have the defense to do anything with them. Um, like that's where it really comes from for me. Like especially with Levine Hobble, like I they're gonna let Demar get off because as he showed in that last game, like he can go for damn near fifty, and it really right. doesn't matter all that much. Um, so just uh, like one, they don't have anybody for Giannis, like. Patrick Patrick Williams, maybe he'll show me something, but I still think that, you know, like that's they don't have the rim protection, they don't have the long athletic bodies to make things difficult for him. They haven't shown a propensity to be able to like actually build a wall and stop him. Um, like I think it was foul trouble that got him in trouble, you know, like that was the cause of his struggles in that last game against him. But like other than that, he's kind of had his way with Tristan Thompson, Vucevic. <laughs> Yeah. Caruso, whoever they throw at him. As soon as they signed Tristan Thompson, they were talking about, oh, we got a big. And I was like, <laughs> hey, I'm seen him? like come on. <laughs> Y'all seen like, that, man? Like, no, it's not, it's not like that. It's not like that at all. And I agree with you, too. I did also drop into our doc because I thought it was kind of interesting looking at the offensive and defensive rating for some of these teams. The Bulls' defensive rating uh, <laughs> was 23rd in the league. Mm. Meanwhile, the Bucks' offensive rating is third. Mm. Bucks' defensive rating was 14th in the regular season, but I'm hoping that what we see from the Bucks in this playoffs resembles what we saw from them last year, where is which is playoffs came and the defense tightened up. <laughs> it tightened up like they became. I think they were number one defense in the playoffs last year. So like just tightening up, getting things together, 
knowing every possession matters and really and really keying in on that. And maybe this is, you know, my bias or wishful thinking on my part, but if you look at their fourth quarter defense, like it's probably without looking it up, like probably top five in the league, just because like they have shown the ability to lock down when they need to, but like they kind of yeah. just they took their foot off the gas this season, like that's been clear like since jump basically um but like when they needed like there i don't know how many games they've had like down throughout the course of the season but definitely like since 2022 it started where it's like they'll end the game on like a nine to zero run or you know 20 to five run or something like that where it's just like they lock down and they just outscore them the rest of the game it's like so i i've seen the defense there it's just they kind of lose focus and playoff time teams tend to be completely focused for the entirety of the game so I think that the defense should be better but maybe you know a month from now I'll be saying like damn we should have you know paid attention to the signs no I I agree with you too especially after Chris Middleton had got that flagrant was against the the Nets where he got kicked Mm -hmm. out the game Um, and Drew Holiday made a comment like you know in three weeks in the playoffs I'm not gonna let that happen either like what Mm -hmm. do you expect me to do he's like now sure you go ahead get your bucket but in three weeks like it's different and when he said that I was like oh yeah okay yeah playoffs are different different beasts completely different it's wild just how different that monster is like wait okay so no they number two I was gonna say man we can't even talk about I was about to say the Grizzlies like everybody like oh man the Grizzlies 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 and then one thing that I I still kind of keep at the back of my mind like I I like the Grizzlies too like a lot but that playoff physicality is different for a lot of cats who out there been chirping a lot this off this season like the ref swallowed the refs swallowed their whistles a lot in the offseason so all of that talking and you're gonna catch these fouls in the regular season it ain't that many fouls being handed out like that in the postseason and guys get a little more physical so these games turn up it's a little bit different the headspace is gonna be different because you know now like damn he might be able to move me and catch me with an elbow next one and the ref ain't gonna call it <laughs> so a little bit of that gonna change it um reminds me of something that Kane says on uh, Locked on Bucks we were talking about Miami the Miami Heat and he was like well you know the Miami Heat they're tryhards like in a regular season they are they are tryhards which is part of why they tend to rack up a lot of wins but in the postseason everybody is a try hard so like how what what does that gap look like at that point when everybody's putting in the exact same effort at, for every game mm-hmm. looking forward to watching the bucks in the playoffs again i'm i'm ready for this playoff run i am ready for it <laughs> any other thoughts on milwaukee chicago good luck chicago it <laughs> should be a quick one Right, yeah. And she won't even be disappointed this time. She already seen it coming. <laughs> oh, the, 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 <laughs> wait, who? What? <laughs> who are you talking about? Can we have any inside jokes on the podcast? <laughs> 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 Moving right along. <laughs> I will say, uh, last time the Bucks and Bulls played uh, in the playoff, Giannis got ejected for body checking Mike Dunleavy Jr. So. After Mike Dunleavy knocked out, after he knocked out uh, Michael Carter Williams too, it was a retaliation blow. <laughs> and then the Bucks lost by like fifty five or something. Some we lost by a lot. Man. Yeah, yeah, it was a bad time. I was at that game. Like I was, I was at the Browns. I was watching. Like yeah, you know we got momentum. Yeah, because they had lost the first three <laughs> and then they won the next two, and it was like yep. oh we got a home game. You know, Bucks and six. Six. 
And uh, no, it no. was it was a blowout. It was Derek Chicago Rose and the boys like... came. <laughs> Again, I have not forgotten. <laughs> I have been waiting for this moment. Yeah, we got some fans. Bucks fans that have tickets to these games, do not Talk sell your tickets. Please. Go to the game because you're if you're selling it, you're probably selling it to a Bulls fan. Unless you know who exactly you're selling your ticket to, keep your damn tickets. No, they won't. And if I you are a Bucks fan that is trying to sell your tickets and you want to make sure you tell them that somebody's going to cheer for the Bucks, call Tech File. Hit us up in the DMs. We'll, you know, we, <laughs> we, we'll take the tickets. Right, we'll worry. take them off your hands. Don't worry about it. We'll be in there cheering loud, too. <laughs> Even Ken, he'll have on his Bucks shirt. We'll be all Oh, yeah, there. I'm in there. I'm See? in here. See? It's a fool. We all bought in here. Bucks and six. Bucks and six. <laughs> <laughs> done with oh, the Lakers, man. Huh? It's, too, it's too bad we talk about playoffs today. We don't even get to talk about the Lakers. Thank nah. Jesus Christ. Man. We ain't talking about the bums today. Yeah, man. Bums. <laughs> hey, he sold us to keep the same energy, people. didn't he? He did. We're going to keep that energy. Oh, okay. He better take all the meals, too. That all, all that shit he was talking. <laughs> Different come the playoffs, eh? What playoffs for them? We ain't exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Four or five in the East. We got the Philadelphia 76ers up against the Toronto Raptors. The regular season results. Raptors won that 3-1. And two of those are the three of those games, two of those games. I'll double check. Had Harden in the mix. <laughs> and the Sixers will be without Matisse Thibault because he chose to not get vaccinated, so he's not allowed to enter Canada. He got his first shot. And then and, was like, fuck it. And then did not get the second shot because he said that he was raised in a holistic household and felt that he did not need to get that last shot because he already had a solid foundation of medical resources that could serve him beyond what that second vaccine shot could have done for him. I mean, that's first Boy, it, spend too much time making excuses, more time making excuses than the dude to have to get the damn shot. I'm like, at the point where- <laughs> For real, like years. Niggas still research, I'm, I'm still researching the shot. The fuck? What more do you gotta study that everybody else ain't studied yet? No, you need to be a- doing research on is the fucking COVID motherfucker. Like that's where you need to be researching <laughs> that shit. Like you doing all this in depth, uh, you know, clinical analysis of losing money. Like I'm, I'm at a point now where if you don't want to get the shot, that that's your business. I'm not even having exactly. the conversation I, no more. I don't do what you gonna do. Do what you want. I don't do what you gonna do. The consequences, uh, right? Exactly. Especially as a professional athlete, like you knew playoffs yeah. was coming, like that. Exactly. You didn't want to play? Fine, that's cool. You got your morals. You got your beliefs. That's perfectly all well and good. But if you get side eyed by your teammates up and down all of y'all lose this playoff series because Toronto will run y'all ass out the gym. Although I will say, if if Philly loses and Spoiler alert, I have them losing. Uh, <laughs> it won't be <laughs> solely because of, of Dybul. Like, no. He's a big defensive guy. Yeah, but... Hey, they probably he's a zero-slash-negative on offense. On offense, and exactly. I think that they'll need... Like, with the defensive presence, like, the defensive pieces that Toronto has, like, you need all the offense that you can get. So, like, having Tybal out there might have been a liability anyway. And it's not like there's a number one option. Like, no disrespect to Siakam or Van Vliet, but there isn't, like, a go-to scorer on that team where you're just like, okay, sick Tybal on them and shut them down. Like, you don't – I'm not going to say you don't need them because, like, you need whatever help you can get. But, like, I don't think this was the matchup for Tybal anyway. 
to begin with so i don't know how much of a loss that is like i'm trying not to be disrespectful because i'm not meaning it that way i just think that for this matchup like he wasn't like really the piece they need was seth curry (laughs) but (laughs) you know um but he ain't an option no more i'm not Milton been doing no still doing not no uh maxi maxi still doing all right he's still like the number three no, t- uh, Tobias is back to being like the the third oh, option. I would say offensively, but Maxi does what he what he do. He's gonna give you probably 14, 15, You know, like there probably will probably be a game that Maxi swings in this series. Um, but yeah, from a consistency standpoint, like I'm not sure that he's the guy. Like he's in his second year, so like it's unrealistic to really expect him to be that. Right. Um. But I, don't, I think that Tobias should be the number three option on this team. Yeah, and just I did some my fact check. The last two matchups um, that the 76ers lost to the Raptors were with James Harden in tow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> listen, we've talked about Toronto and how they're a weird team, given the fact that they can throw out a lineup Above all five dudes, six, eight, six, eight, six, nine, like. Literally, you're going to switch everything over and over and over. And the way they play in B, because normally you look at a playoff series and you're like, okay, who's the best player on the court? Joel Embiid is the best player on the court in this mm-hmm. series here. And Harden should be number two. Uh, I think number two he, is actually Siakam. He, he should be number – Harden should be number two, but – On name alone, yes. Yeah. <laughs> From what I've seen this season, number two is definitely Pascal Siakam. Um, but – they do a good job on MB, as good a job as you can do, um, just trying to force him into bad decisions. Because they going to just, well, in the regular season, they would just double him almost immediately and try to force him into a bad decision. Mm-hmm. Not sure if Nick Nurse is going to do that in the playoff. We know Nick Nurse can get real funky with, with his, uh, his sure. schemes. So I'm looking forward to seeing it. But I think Toronto will win this series. Like, I think that they're going to, I think they're going to do a great job on James Harden. And I don't think Joel Embiid is going to be able to do it by himself. I have three reasons why I think things will be difficult for Philly. One, you got Doc Rivers versus Nick Nurse. <laughs> like, and that's Doc Rivers in the playoffs. Like, that's Doc Rivers who's blown more 3-1 leads than any coach in NBA history. Like, there's a big... Again, like I'm, I'm being disrespectful to Philly. I'm not doing this on purpose, but there is a big, you know, advantage in coaching between these two teams. Then you have like Harden's, first of all, Harden this season, like what we've seen from him on the court, but also his history in the playoffs. Like he's not, he's small game James. Like he's <laughs> not like a, you know, clutch performer, which is usually just like, you know, people miss shots in the clutch. Like it happens, like, that shouldn't be determined, mm-hmm. but like consistency, consistently throughout his career, like in playoff games that they need to win, where he his team needs a big performance from him, like he hasn't shown up. Like he'll have big games, but it'll be like, you know, the team's already on the brink of elimination, or you know, like they're down three one. It's like, yeah, this series was already over anyway. So it's like he hasn't been that guy throughout his career. He hasn't really meshed well with philly so far he ha- he's had a down season i don't know how healthy his hamstring is and then the third component of that is mb's conditioning like he phased down the stretch 
and like the amount of attention and activity that Toronto's about to throw at him, like, oh where's that sound? <laughs> they, like he's gonna get gassed by the fourth quarter. Like that was like, yes, Simmons not shooting and his bad free throw shooting last year got all the attention. But if you look at like what Joel and B did in that second mm-hmm. round series against Atlanta, it was like he was having trouble scoring in the fourth quarter, and he still doesn't have a guy that's gonna pick up you know like the slack like again Harden's supposed to be that guy but in his career and especially this season he has not been so like I think Phil's in trouble and I think that Toronto has the right mix of you know strategy plus pieces like the only thing that gives me pause is that Toronto isn't deep at all so like they run about six and a half seven guys deep so again, like fatigue on the other end might be an issue, but like I think they've been doing it all season. This is a very dangerous matchup for Philadelphia. Yeah, Ken, who you who you feeling in this matchup? Um, I'm going Toronto too, um, just because, like we alluded to before, like James Harden hasn't been playing well, um, and it just hasn't seemed to fit so far. Like with him being there, with him and Embiid, or him just being. Um, in Philly, just haven't been working, and then Toronto, like they don't have a main star to like they play team ball, so I feel like, yeah, so I feel like that's what's really gonna kill Philly in this first round, yeah. But Siakam, Siakam's had some really good games against Philly, yeah. mm-hmm. and if Fred Van Vliet is healthy too, because I believe in the last two matchups, he didn't even play <laughs> against Toronto or against Philly, so. We know what Fred Van Vliet can do in the postseason. I will say this about James Harden. He has been facilitating the ball well mm-hmm. over his last few games, but the offense has not really been there. I'm going to just read to y'all his, uh, his, his shooting lines from the last couple games. Seven for 16, three for 12, Damn. four for 10, Four for 13, four for 10, four for 15, nine of 17, two of 11, seven to 15, seven to 18. So. Uh, I think the inside the NBA guys, they were saying, I think it was last week, where it's like, I don't need, you know, 18 and 15 James Harden. Like I need 30 and 12. Like he needs to calibrate more mm-hmm. towards scoring than facilitating. Like, yeah. And I think that other criticisms that I've seen about his play is that, like, it's inopportune, like, aggressiveness. Like, he'll wave off and be to go one-on-one when he should just dump it down. But then, you know, he just gets off the ball and then goes and stands in the corner and is like, okay, and you go to work. Like, it's not necessarily where (laughs) – it's not optimized playmaking, if that makes sense. No, that makes sense to me. That makes perfect sense to me. We all in agreement so far. Okay, how many games y'all think this is going to go? Six. Six. Five. Mm. I, I, mainly because I tr- trust Nick Nurse over Doc Rivers. Five? Gentleman sweep? I trust... So the MVP the, candidate? Nick Nurse's adjustments are none to most of the coaches in this league. And the way that he's going to make sure that he either gassed the shit out of him or make them make hard and win them that game, knowing dog over well, that man don't show up in big games often. Not saying he don't show up at all, just not often enough for them to actually keep winning series. Like, 
Nick Nurse will give them a headache. And I trust Nick Nurse coaching and the way that he got the players playing. Like you said, there's no superstars over there. It's a whole, it's a team ran team. Like everything has to work perfectly together for them to keep on telling the way they are. And as of right now, there's no reason why to say they can't. At least not against Philly. I think it goes. Philly's seven. too disappointed to me. So I'm giving them a gentleman. You know. I, mean, eh. I think it goes. I think it goes I'm seven. Six, six, six at the least. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're gonna go a, a full, a full series. I think it's gonna be a, a tight series. Like, I think Toronto will win, but I think it's gonna go down to the to the wire. Not another heartbreaker like watching the ball bounce around the rim or nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it will go seven. Oh, we getting a couple of uh, rematches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the oh, West. No. <laughs> West side. In West. 3-6 matchup. You have the Golden State Warriors up against the Denver Nuggets. In the regular season, the Nuggets won that uh, that series 3-1. We currently don't know if Steph Curry is going to be playing. Steve Kerr was saying it's imperative that for Steph to play, that he scrimmages with the team ahead of time, and they plan to do, I think, their scrimmage on Friday um, of this week. He is doing some on-court actions, but there's no guarantee that he plays in game one. Denver, you know, it's been a year since Jamal Murray tore his ACL and he has been ramping up, ramping up his activity. But the Nuggets, of course, are going to be very cautious with his potential return. So they're not going to say that Jamal Murray's not playing, (laughs) but they're also not going to say he is playing. So it's a little game of chicken right now. But all that being said, oh, same for Michael Porter Jr. as well. But that being said. Who do y'all have in this series and why? I'm going to go to Ken first. I'm actually going to see. It all depends on how soon Curry comes back. Um, but I, I think I'm still confident that Golden State can um, pull, this, pull this off. Um, just how Jordan, how Jordan Poole's been playing. Um, Draymond's back. Um, Clay has been consistent. Um, the past yeah. few games, so I feel yeah. like the the momentum that they have, and you know, definitely with um, Steph coming back, they can definitely pull out this, pull out the win this time. Tim, what you think? <laughs> I'm looking at know, your face, bro. but I'm like, Tim, <laughs> where, where you at? I don't know, bro, because they've been rough lately, bro. Like Jordan Poole been doing his thing, but. They won their last five or six games or something like that to end the season. Like they definitely did have a rough little, stretch, little, but yeah. to end the season, they they won a little run. Who did they play though? But they have I'll one of the that up with, but I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what was happening while they were making that run. Clay Thompson was looking like Clay Thompson okay. offensively. Mm-hmm. Like he he has been doing his thing. Like I still have some concerns about him defensively. He doesn't look the same to me on that end of the court, but mm-hmm. he has not forgotten how to shoot a basketball. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Like he's looking like he's finally in a good rhythm. Oh, mm, I don't know, bro. <laughs> I'm looking at who they beat. Mm. Yeah, the last games, they got wins against the Pelicans, the Spurs, the Lakers, the Kings, the Jazz. The Jazz win was a really good win because they were down big and came back in the fourth quarter when the Jazz collapsed. Again, that's what they uh, do. That's what I was like. Mm. They've had like three of those collapses so far this season, if I can remember correctly. But I can, I can get your hesitation yeah. with Golden well, State. All those teams. <laughs> I mean, <honestly>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, be ready, yeah. 
Yeah, I was gonna say even the argument that you know the Spurs and Pelicans had something to play for down the stretch. Like I think by that point, like their seeds were locked in. So I, I'm pretty sure the Spurs rested people, and I don't know what the Pelicans did, but yeah, like those black. I mean, honestly, like looking at season series or season results by and large are kind of like I have no idea what I think we said this last week but I have no idea what to make from this season like Mm -hmm. I don't know who's playing who had motivation to start people who was just you know like was it a two-pine game as Marcus Johnson likes to call it or was it you know actually like full strength team like people have been in and out of lineup like that's why I'm I don't know where to go with this series because I don't foresee that the Nuggets will bring back Murray or Porter just because it's like trying to integrate people that haven't played pretty much the entire season in the middle of a playoff series is like it can be tough yeah um like obviously with Steph Curry that's a different (laughs) this is a different question he's only been out for what a month and a half or whatever it's been Um, middle of March he got injured yeah but the issue is that they haven't had Steph Dre and Clay the entire time which while they've had like seven or eight years together previously like it's been three years since they played with each other um and it's a new clay it's an older dre um and steph coming off of an injury so that's a long-winded way of saying like i have no fucking clue um i will say that the warriors without steph playing against Jokic is probably going to be a problem um and obviously like i have respect for draymond green but like Jokic is a whole different animal from the centers that he's had to defend in past playoff series so um i'm leaning denver just given the current health situation um but i don't feel good about it (laughs) yeah i saw draymond he was asked recently what it's like guarding Joel Embiid and and guarding Nikola Jokic like what's what's it like the MB stuff I won't even bring up because they're not playing but when he was talking about Jokic he was like you know both of them you know they're 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 seven footers they got me by like 60 pounds or so he was like but Jokic he was like I always feel like I'm playing good defense on him until he hits that stupid little leg up fadeaway thing that he do and (laughs) it's true like First of all, that fadeaway, it's ugly. I hate looking at it, that little <laughs> leg that come up. I hate looking at it, but it'd be effective. And Draymond's like, I, I do what I can. And sometimes he can force him into a bad shot, but he's going to have his work cut out for him. I, I'm i curious to see if they're going to keep, like, start Kevon Looney on him. And then by the end of the game, when it's closing time, it's Draymond on him. But I'm going Warriors. I think that, of course, Jokic, I think he's the MVP this season. Um, what he's been able to do has been impressive for sure, for sure. Denver is a good team. I just think that Golden State's a little bit deeper. I think they have a couple more options um, on their squad to, to get you a bucket than, than Denver does because Clay could go nuclear in the game. Jordan Poole could go nuclear in the game. If Steph comes back, which I'm assuming he does at some point, if Steph only misses a game or two, then I feel really good about that prediction too. If Steph's out mm-hmm. past the first two games, then it might be time to worry, especially if they don't hold home court in this series. But I think Golden State will do it. I think we'll see Steph at some point. And I think Steph, even at 80%, um, is <laughs> is good enough to, to, to really swing the series. So I'm going Golden State. Camille, you talk about pool and 
Clay can go nuclear, but you forget that they have Austin fucking Rivers on the other side. I don't have anything to say. (laughs) I mean, I think he did have a game that he damn near won for them last year in the playoffs. Um, But, like, I feel like MB supporters for MVP have been pushing this narrative that, you know, like, Jokic is just... Uh, the regular season stat chaser and all that. Jokic turns the fuck up in the playoffs. Like, say for last year's series against uh, Phoenix, mm-hmm. which, I mean, yes, that, that counts. But if you look at his numbers in the other series, like, he turns up. So it's not that he's just some regular season fluke. Like, no, he's legit. And, like, I'm expecting that type of performance from him. Like, if he averages, like, a 30 point triple double like I won't be surprised for this series <laughs> I wouldn't need it in the last playoffs the entirety of last year's playoffs he averaged 29.8 points 11.6 rebounds and where them assist at and five assists so the assists were down mm-hmm. in the playoffs last year for him but like you're gonna mm-hmm. get a, I'll say at least 25 and 10 out of them I was going to say, like, last year they were still adjusting on the fly to losing Murray and mm-hmm. Porter wasn't ready for the off. So it really was, like, nobody – they were forcing him into passes and nobody else was hitting shots. So Aaron Gordon yeah. was still fresh-ish. Mm-hmm. So to repeat, me and Ken are going Golden State. Yes. Tim, did you ever make your decision? You said Denver? Um, yeah, yeah I'm going to go with Golden State. Oh, I did not expect you to say that. <laughs> uh, I definitely thought he was like, yeah, I mean, I'm going to go with Denver. But no, I mean, Jokic is going to be playing in essence with the same players he's played with all year for the most part. So it's not like he won't have any like new uncertainties, unfamiliarity with cats, stuff like that. Like, I'm looking at who they got. Like, Jokic, Aaron Gordon, Will Barton, Monte Morris, and Jeff Green all played over 70 plus games this year. And then Bones Highland played 69. So like that's his normal cast on the in and out on day in day out. So this team that you get for Denver is in essence like I know they say you know you shorten it up for the regular season and rotations and all of that stuff like that. But honestly, they really <laughs> too much rotating left. Like Camponzo probably gonna be out because he out here pushing. Uh, oh man! Oh boy! Uh, what was, uh, He's also garbage. So. Wayne Ellington. Wayne Ellington from the Lakers. There goes a Laker right. reference for you guys. There you nah. Go. I mean, you got Boogie, Boogie at play, but I'm, I'm, I, again, honestly, oof. the way that his cast is compared to Golden State's cast, yes, he's been doing the same thing all year. That got them to the sixth seed. They had Steph. Yeah, they went 10 and 14 to end out the season, but I still trust, like you said, their offense more so than, honestly, Denver being able to keep up with. Yeah. Yeah. All right. The four or five matchup in the West, Dallas and Utah. Regular <clears throat> season results tied at 2 2. Uh, Luka got hurt during the last game of the season. The third quarter had a little calf injury there. At this moment, we don't have any timetable, you know, that's been given out about when we can expect Luka back. Um, and if you know anything about calf muscles and calf injuries, they can be tricky <laughs> because there's so many muscles that make up the large calf muscles. We don't know where in the calf he's been injured. We don't know the degree of the strain. What we do know is the Mavericks said they are hopeful and optimistic that it's not a serious injury, but we have heard nothing else <laughs> about it at this point. 
Mm-hmm. I'll tell you this. Before Luca got hurt, um, I had Mavs info. Yeah. Because I think that Utah is in one, two, three, Cancun mode. Like, I think yeah. Mitchell <laughs> and Gobert are done with each other. Like, I think, yeah. you know, Quinn Snyder home. already has a foot out the door. <laughs> like, I think that this is a team that is ready to roll over. Um, and Luca, again, like, talking about Jokic's playoff performances, like, Luca, again. Luka. If he hadn't run into like, you know, one of the most versatile defensive teams in recent history, like that's the only reason that he's been eliminated from the playoffs the last two years because he's he's had to go up against the Clippers with Kawhi and Paul George, like you know, full strength Clippers. Um, so when the Morris is harassing him every now and then, <laughs> pushing him, bumping him, elbowing him back. <laughs> yeah. So again, I was I was prepared. When they were full strength, Why, who's clapping? He's the watching the game. Seven. The Cavs are—they on a 16-4 run. They—they—they oh. they, trying to make a game out of it. Look, um, <laughs> hey, I—I I told her earlier. I was like, I don't trust the Nets defense to hold up the entirety of the game. Okay. Like, but I, I also didn't. don't trust the Cavs offense. But That's what she said <laughs> 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 like, it's all well and good, and I think that will give them trouble in the next round. But I don't think that. Cats yeah. has firepower. I could be wrong. Like by the time this comes out, people can tell me. I mean, that's, that's it. The that's offense. The offense. <laughs> that's it. And Camille, we we be right here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I oh Luca. Yeah. So like, if Luca was healthy, I would say, you know, Mavs in the sweep. As is, I'm still confident that. <laughs> They'll probably win. Um, you sound like I mean, for, who knows? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm saying like I, I just have so little faith in the Jazz. Like that's really what it is. Like you Fair know, up. I don't trust uh, Jason Kidd, but <laughs> I have so such little faith in the Jazz that I think that they're ready to roll over as soon as they face any type of adversity. I just don't know if Dallas has the firepower, power, fire power to create said adversity. Adversity. I can't talk right now. Unless Luca is relatively healthy. Yeah, I did just look up to see if there had been any additional news about Luca's injury. And speaking of Jason Kidd, he gave a very Jason Kidd answer. He said, quote, if he's able to go and put on his shoes and he's going to go. If he can't, we're not going to put him in a situation to jeopardize it and make things worse. <laughs> you said nothing I already know, sir. Oh, Thank you. Thank you. I mean, also, I don't expect him to say much else but that at this point, because again, a game of chicken, you don't want to show your hand too quick. I'm also going Dallas. Uh, if Luca is out, similar to kind of I felt about Golden State, where if he's out past game two, I'm a little worried about their situation, especially if uh, they like lose the first two games in that series. And then they're going to Utah, and it's like, okay, now you're going. You lost home court in a in the worst way. You're going to Utah down 0-2. It's sad, but well, I, I really hate they, injuries. I, like, like Eric said, I feel like because the Jazz is ready to implode at any second right now. Um, I was looking at the Mavs record without Luka. They was eight and nine. They did have a game against the Jazz, uh, which they lost by like I think four or something like that. But again, without Luka, I think that. They're not dead in the water because 
Dinwiddie will step in and be the de facto point guard, in essence. I and mean, they still have Jalen Brunson, and they still have... Oh, he's going to be the point guard. <laughs> Brunson will probably go back to early season Brunson without looking and start getting the shit off again. <laughs> I mean, Brunson's had a great season, just period. Mm-hmm. And one thing that Brunson has mentioned was he, he spent all summer thinking about how poorly he played in the playoffs last year. Like, he's been waiting to get back have this moment again to show like yo um, I'm a lot more than what I was able to produce last year and you know I got faith in that statement that he said you know I believe in it <laughs> <laughs> and I believe that the combination of because I think Hardaway's back now too so like him no. oh, he is not, not he is yeah, not damn um, well yeah either way go still Brunson uh, Dinwiddie and the rest of that cast I believe is enough to give the Jazz enough issue either long enough for Luca to come back if he does come back this series or to yeah shit that's that's pretty much what I'm thinking because without him I don't think they're gonna close it out like I think they can give him an issue but not close it out without him um just to really quickly piggyback against that like with Brunson with Dinwiddie Rudy Gobert gets a lot of undue flack for the Jazz's defensive deficiencies in the playoffs um, it's really that they don't have perimeter defenders and he's always the last line of defense. So like if even if people are scoring over him, like it's because he has to defend he is basically defending one on five, like for the most part, because there's such little resistance from Conley, Mitchell, Clarkson, even Royce O'Neal. Like they just they can't stop people on the perimeter and it puts Rudy in a bad position because you can spread them out and then it's just, you know death by a thousand cuts (laughs) so again like with Brunson and Dinwiddie like I expect them to have a big series because like they'll be able to kind of dictate what goes on offensively and get to their spots or get to the rim I was just going to say that uh, Rudy Gobert is the defensive system in Utah were you going to say though? With Przingis' ability to be able to stretch the floor. Because, I mean, he still was averaging a pretty decent amount, like 18, 19. Like, why are we, why, why are we talking scared. about the Wizard? Oh, that's right. Fuck, he never matched them. Come on, man. Hey, I know where you from. I know thought we were been, talking about hypotheticals. I'm like, what? what nah, what? it's been a long time. Because I, I, I was like, why do I keep forgetting Przingis? I like that. You know, it was a reason. <laughs> but <laughs> I didn't read for him. <laughs> right. Yeah, let me be there. So, All right, Ken, okay. who you got? Yeah. Um, yeah, I got Dallas. I still have Dallas regardless. I kind of feel like I might be sleeping on Utah. Like, I, mm-hmm. I definitely hear you about one, two, three Cancun and all that other stuff. But I also kind of <laughs> feel like, you know how sometimes when people tell you you can't do something, mm-hmm. it motivates you in a way to, like, yeah. do it like it that? Up, yeah. Like the worst date that I ever had went on, and he told me I couldn't walk home, and I tried to walk home from Mayfair Mall, like just stuff like that. You try to do things, you know, outside of your. Yeah, but the difference, Camille, is that the things that people are telling them not to do is don't hate each other. So if they were telling you don't hate that guy that you on that date with, it will probably be difficult for you to pull that off. So I don't think you know, like it's it's not so much like what they can do on the court. It's like I hate these dudes, and I don't want to be here anymore. Boots made for walking. We cannot take for granted or underlook or overlook playoff Mitchell. Because Donovan is a monster in the playoffs. Like a monster in the playoffs. I'm curious to see if he'll be able to turn that on because this regular season, he's not shown up in four quarters. He's gone missing. Put him on a milk carton. That's why they're blowing so many four quarter leads. Exactly. And And the thing is like you Oh, go ahead. 
I was just going to say, and again, like me not wanting to give too much credit to Jason Kidd, but they're playing defense in Dallas. And it's not like taking Luka out of that defense is going to make it any, <laughs> any worse. So, uh, again, like they have more than enough uh, multi-positional defenders that they can throw a whole bunch of shit at him. Now, the thing is, like, Utah can still bomb away from three. So, I, I like, to your point, Camille, like, I'm, I don't want to write them off completely because – they have so many shooters. Like I think they're still like the most efficient offense in the league. So, yeah, I'm not writing them off completely. Like from style of play stuff, it's just more so like internal chemistry. It seems to be trending in the wrong direction. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that. And they they say all the right things in the in the media. Like you know, we had a, a, a team meeting and we decided we need to put things to the yeah. side because we know like we work together. We got talent. And I'm like, I hear y'all, and we do see it. Like they had a good season, even with them hating each other. But you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, to your point, when you're in the trenches in the playoffs, your back's against the wall. You <laughs> you got to really dig deep with your brothers. I don't know if they can do that. Like, do they have the togetherness to be able to do that in a hard in a difficult situation? Pressure shows who you really are. What's up, Jeff? Get to watch you live. We appreciate you. Hey. That's uh, that's um, that's Kane eight six seven nine that's, ten eleven twelve. What's up, that's man? That's Kane Boogs. <laughs> yeah, that's the new name. Hey. That's the new name for you on the pod. <laughs> so, we all got Dallas. It sounds like right. Yes. Mm-hmm. A lot of consent. You know, a lot of. I'll say seven. Just- I'm gonna go Utah. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I know I said Dallas in the beginning, but honestly, it truly depends. I'm thinking about if Luca comes back and playoff Mitchell. I feel like Donovan will try to win in spite of Gobert. I, that's why. I, that's what I'm thinking about Donovan. I think Donovan, like, I don't give a shit what y'all talking about. I'm gonna get these buckets. I'm gonna make sure we win. I'm gonna make sure we do this in spite of bro. I'm only gonna pass him the ball like twice this game, so don't expect that shit out of me. Everybody else got it, <laughs> but I'm gonna get my. I'm gonna take us there, bro. Like big guy, you block shots and stuff, bro. But I'm not giving you the ball. You better, you better get a rebound. That's how you get the ball. <laughs> I, I think he'll do it in people. spite of. So I'm gonna give you talk. Kane, Kane came through and said, "Bucks and foe." You, you you sound like a half of the cast here. Me and Tim thought it was gonna be a gentleman sweep. Uh, Eric and Ken think it's gonna be a, a clean sweep. But yeah, that's that's the playoff matchups that we know at the moment. So we're gonna come back as I mentioned in another episode to preview the one eight and the two seven matchups in both conferences. Do we have any blow the whistles? I got one. Ooh. Go ahead and, and cue it up then. What, what's on your what's on your bird? All right, now that's enough out of you. You know what? Tease ass up. Um, we've only mentioned them a couple of times this episode, and I know we said we weren't gonna talk about them, but Los oh, Angeles Lakers. Hold on, I'm gonna give you um, I'm gonna see if I can do this. Hold on. I'm gonna try to give you a full screen. No, I ain't got no whistle. I'm gonna try to give him a full screen. <laughs> <No> whistle. <laughs> To get his rant off. Continue though. I mean, you know, I'm ice on, but feel free to jump in if, if the spirit moves you. Um, I have a couple things. One, how y'all gonna fire the man via leaking to Woj before you even say anything to him? Like, 
so Sunday, I ain't heard shit. That was like the quote of the weekend. Like that man was fired on Twitter before Rob Palenka, Kurt Rambis, Jeannie uh, Bus, anybody had you know had the 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 stones to go talk to that oh, man face to face. Like he just won y'all a title eighteen months ago. Like it's disrespectful and it's like now they're coming out that you know they're leaking to people like oh we're gonna chase nick nurse we're gonna chase juan howard doc river doc rivers. I mean, doc rivers might be available um but <laughs> <laughs> like you you're chasing all these big name coaches it's like why would anybody look at what you how you treated a championship winning coach and be like yeah i'm gonna sign up for that like i get it it's the lakers lakers exceptionalism but it's like they, most of those people are in very good situations Yes, uh, Kane. <laughs> Kane asks, are the Lakers going to make Bron the coach? I mean, it sounds like he wants Mark Jackson, which if they make that higher, then LeBron James is the coach because Mark Jackson uh, is going to be up there preaching, but the X's and O's is going to be all Bron. Um, but yeah, like that, that's the thing. Like, the Lakers think that they're still the Jerry Buss Lakers, but you're actually like a mom and pop operation that's super dysfunctional and it's just like you got your shit in order. Like, what's his name? Palinka. Like he, yeah. yes, he got LeBron James, quote unquote, and he got Anthony Davis. I think Magic Johnson got LeBron James. That's, that's I, why I, I said like he was there when LeBron came. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, like so you you assembled a team with LeBron James and Anthony Davis, but if you weren't in Los Angeles and didn't have the prestige of the Lakers, like you didn't do anything to get those players like you you drafted like the people that you drafted you didn't develop you trade them for anthony davis they go elsewhere and they play <laughs> like everybody they drafted go so it, it you know like you can't say that it was just like oh we pick bad players like no you just didn't know what to do with them or you didn't give them enough time to to show what they could do so you were a bad evaluator of talent but again like it's just LeBron, LeBron told me to keep that same energy, so I'm keeping that same energy. Like, your process is bad. <laughs> you need to address that before you get to anything. And, like, I'm not coming at Lakers fans because it's like, it's your team. Like, <laughs> oh, I can't do that. It's a come to Jesus moment. It's like, we got to face like what the Lakers are. And it's like, they can be great because they have all the advantages of being the prestige team in the league. It's just like they're being run by a bunch of idiots. So, <laughs> me, Tim, and Ken made a guest appearance this past weekend on the 94 Feet podcast. Shout out to those brothers over there. Shout out, brothers. I'm not and ducking y'all. I was really out of time. Out of time so. <laughs> one thing I mentioned um, on, the, on their show was, like, the Lakers are going to end up being Knicks West. Like, they got to really get it together before they become the New York Knicks of the West Coast. Like, there's only so long that the brand name itself is going to get you something but you're mm-hmm. going to have to start making better decisions i'm not sure why the rambuses are in y'all front <laughs> office making decisions when kurt rambus has a track record of being not successful everywhere he's gone and tried to play that role I, like it, it's it's the energy has been really weird like in the exit interviews like everybody's tone changed but now it's rob palinka saying like you know the roster stuff that's, that's on me it's my fault and lebron's like i'm gonna do with the roster going forward i'm gonna just do my job and i'm you know hey i'm sure i'm to see all in the off season they gonna you know call me see what's up i'll give them my opinion but they gonna make all the decisions i'm like 
I guess this, <laughs> this Westbrook thing really uh, <laughs> made y'all reevaluate how y'all doing stuff. And even Russ was in the press conference talking about something. They keep saying AD and LeBron say over and over, we got to let Russ be Russ. But we all know that ain't how it went. And I was like, <gasps> the honesty, the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Ken, do you do you have anything you want to get off your chest about your Lakers to end the blow the whistle on the LA Lakers? Um, no. Nah. I've been I'm very frustrated uh, with how everything is going, but again, it was a huge disappointment, man. And <sighs> I just can't take it no more, man. <laughs> I can't I can't take another year of this. I just can't. Well, welcome to the Bucks fan. Uh, yeah, family. welcome. We're walking with open arms over here. Hey, per, 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 Bucks is sick. Bucks is sick. <laughs> it's the worst, bro. It's the worst. <laughs> Come on over to the Bucks side of things. Man. Come on over. All right. Well, that's the blow the whistle. Take top five, which I don't think we decided on. So it's going to be off, off the, the hip. <laughs> five, four, three. Two, one. Tech top five. Who in the NBA playoffs this year or this season mm-hmm. have the best shots at becoming champion? We do have one more Laker comment. Uh, Kane Boobs. I mean, if they would have been a top half of the teams in their division, if they didn't take Russ in, maybe they are tanking to get Bronny. Bronny's <laughs> still two years away. I hope they're not doing that. I hope they not, because Brian ain't even worth be, tanking for. The worst. <laughs> Sorry, LeBron. <laughs> the worst. Um, I, Tim, did you want to go in order, or you need some time to develop? Uh, I'm just pulling up the standings right now, and then I'll let you know in like two seconds. Give me one second. Pull up, pull up bracket. You know. I will say last week this. our uh, last week our Tech Top Five was the best NBA players in the league right now. We didn't put a poll up for. That particular one, so. so so I win. Thank you, I appreciate that. Mm-mm, no, I'm, there I'm, you go. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Um. Okay, so we pull up the schedule. I'm trying to find. Do you want us to go reverse order? You know what? Yeah. Can over there like what? Can I say what? Can? <laughs> oh. Um, um. Okay. Um. The West teams. Okay. Um, at five, I am going to go Raptors. Mm. Ooh, ah. really? you think they got a? You got a? Okay. Okay. They got a real um, shot in your book, huh? Yeah. Four. I want to go. Look at the score real quick. I'm gonna go Nets. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um. Three. This is a this is difficult. Um Grizzlies. Um two I'm going to go Celtics. No. Sorry. Um Come on man, think well, of last year's finals. Yeah, that's all sort of do. Um <laughs> Suns and Bucks. Suns two, Bucks one. So you don't have the Celtics at all? No. Well, no, yeah, I'm going to take um, <laughs> I'm going to take Toronto off and put um, um, Boston. Okay, so hit us with your list one more time. Alright, so Boston at five. Um, four. Who I had it for? You got the Nets at four. Yeah, Nets at four. Um, 
Why about three? I can't help you with three. I want Nets. Listen. I had the Nets, right? You got the Nets at four. Wait. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have Memphis at all? Memphis. Yeah, Memphis. There you go. Warriors. Memphis. I had Memphis. Um, and then um, Sons of Books. Wait, in what order? Um, wait, five. No, no, no. Sorry, Sons. <laughs> sons are Bucks at number one. <laughs> I was gonna go all the way back up. No, Sons at two and Bucks at one. Okay. <laughs> okay. Tim so, over there, like it ain't that easy. Is it? Yeah, well, I was about to say like it ain't, it ain't easy being cheesy. You know what I'm saying? I knew you was gonna say that. <laughs> I was about to say ain't being cheesy part two, and I was like, no, I'm, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let him go. Hell yeah, no. <laughs> all right, so. For me, five, I'm going with the Memphis Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise, number four, I'm going with the Miami Heat. Miami. Miami. Number three, I'm going with the Boston Celtics. Boston. Number two, I'm going with the Phoenix Suns. And one, I'm going with the Milwaukee Bucks. Hmm. Okay, okay. Um, I made this list without considering the Nets, but I actually don't think that they have what it takes to win four, well, to defeat four straight teams. Um, so I'll go five Memphis Grizzlies. Um, I know that they're young, but they may be young, but they're ready. Hell no. <laughs> hey, we haven't had a we haven't had a Robert Kelly boy reference in some years. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for your mess, VKJ. Seems like you're ready. I see you, VJ. Man, still on vacation. Get your ass back here. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I see where you at. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with a little like, Come on now. <laughs> nah, they ain't young and ready. Bring that ass on. Come on. I'll see you. <laughs> um, but no, for real. Like, I, like to your point earlier, Tim talking about you know like young teams like they got to adjust to the playoffs like they have been in playoff situations the last two years like they had to play in in the bubble they had to play in last year they had the first round series against the Jazz um, like they're deep which you know is a double edged sword in the playoffs but I think that they're deep with good players so like even if they shorten their rotation like they still have like they can go eight deep they can go ten deep like it don't matter like whatever the matchup calls for. Um, they have a great coach obviously Ja is top level so like the only thing like if if you had a team with this profile that wasn't led by a bunch of kids on their rookie deals like you'd be like yeah this is a championship contender so like easy Mm -hmm. like I discount the inexperience a little bit in that Um, for I got the Warriors like if Steph comes back like Steph Clay Dre have made the finals you know like the last what five times that they've been in the playoffs together so yeah no uh three celtics two bucks um like fan in me is like hell yeah championship favorites but phoenix is a buzzsaw and they're motivated as hell like think about the spurs coming back that year after they lost to miami like miami that's the type of time that the Suns are on, at least that's what I've observed. Like, they are serious. Like, they posted a workout video after a game that they had recently, yeah. which felt kind of try-hardy, but, like, that does speak to 
the focus like they have a great coach they have you know it's chris paul like chris paul in year two so like he actually is familiar with the team they're familiar with him you got Aiden that wants a contract so he's playing balls to the wall book is the best he's ever book. been again like they have depth at every position obviously they don't have a player as good as Giannis which was the defi- defining factor last year but I do think that team wise like this team is perfectly built and it's their championship to lose at this point I feel you the only reason that I have the Bucks at one and it's not even a fandom but until you knock off the champs you the champs so the Bucks are going to remain number one until they not the champs no more in my book and to your your point about Phoenix and them coming to season motivated, I think the Bucks are also coming into this playoffs with a different set of motivation as well. Because although they were the champions last season, a lot of people still don't respect this squad. They don't respect what they did. They think it was luck. They think that you know it's all because of KD's foot and nothing else. Kyrie's ankle. Exactly. Um, and they have something to prove. They came into the season not taking a regular season as seriously as Phoenix did by any means, but they came in and you can see the improvement that the core players who are going to be getting the minutes have made. You saw them have to navigate most of the season without Brooke Lopez. They were able to hold the water there, although he is such a key part of what they do defensively. Having Brooke on the court unlocks Giannis to be Giannis, uh, the the defensive player of the year, Giannis. And honestly, Giannis wasn't bad as being the rim protecting five either. But you got that. You got Drew Holiday. You got Chris Middleton. Both of them, I think, well, I will say Chris probably looks about the same as he did last year, but Drew Holiday looks better than he did last year. Key bench players look better than they did last year. And Pat Connaughton and Bobby Portis. Uh, we got Brooke back. Brooke is actually going to go into the playoffs with fresh legs to a certain degree, given the fact that he missed so much of the season. Um, yeah, we got Grayson Allen. <laughs> Grayson Allen coming off the bench. You got Wes Matthews in there to just kind of play defense, know his role, and shut his mouth. No jabroni yeah. actions over here. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I feel good about... I mean, I don't have to con- convince you or anything like that. But for the listeners, the Bucks are a team that I am very much looking forward to watching, even outside of my fandom, just to see uh, the level that they come out and play in in this playoffs, given all the noise they had to hear as champions. No, I definitely agree. The Bucks are a sleeping giant and... I think that they'll wake up in the playoffs. Um, but Phoenix has been awoke, awoke yeah. awake yeah. <laughs> all season. So it's yeah. like, I can see, like, I don't have to assume, you know, like, they're going to kick it in the gear. Like, and yeah, like, Javon Carter and George Hill. Yeah, like, they're getting Jeff Teague's minute. So, like, that's a clear upgrade. Plus. <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> yeah, no, I've been saying since, I think, January. I'm like, this is shaping up to be a repeat of last year's finals um so yeah i I hope i'm wrong but i do have sons over bucks as of right now based on the body of work i feel and the kane kane books comment in the (laughs) comments don't forget about javon carter this might sound sacrilegious to a certain degree but i was kind of hoping that carter might be able to take some of george hill's minutes in certain matchups um, George Hill, of course, is more switchy against bigger guys. But if it's a matchup with a smaller point guard, I would love to see Carter get some men in South Air defensively. So, Tim. And East Kyrie and Van Vliet. Trey. <laughs> you could throw him on Trey a little bit. Go ahead, Tim. Um, I honestly only got faith in two teams in the West. So, number five, I'm going to go with Miami. 
Number four, I'm going to go with Boston. Number three, I got Memphis. Two, Phoenix. And number one, Milwaukee. Okay. Okay. And there you have it. And there you have it. Part one of our NBA preview. Um, we'll come back at y'all with part two covering the 1-8 and 2-7 matchups. And as a reminder again, make sure that you tune in on Thursday or catch the replay of our overtime show on the Good News Radio Network and on our YouTube page. Those are the only two places y'all can get this. So if you were like, oh, listen on Spotify, can't get overtime there. So make sure that y'all check that out. Mm-hmm. Damn. <laughs> All right. Well, damn, old man. Hey. Let's wrap up, though. Let's wrap up. If you want to follow me on social media, you can catch me. Wait a minute. On the Twitter, Instagram, and these PSN, 2K, and GTA streets at Camille Monet, C A M I L L E M O N A E, because your mom is fancy. Thank you, sir. At your world champion world champion milwaukee bucks burner on twitter that's all you get everyday underscore gentleman on instagram okay here's 216 on twitter and snapchat and it's your boy t-i-m-k-i-n-z-d number three aka ass catch him aka mr give it to me <sighs> Love. Brooklyn one. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I blame the coach. I blame the doggone coach because the motherfuckers was down with like thirty eight seconds left, down seven, and your ass wanted to sit there and just let them dribble into the. Nah, bro. Like nah, big. Nah, bro. Like why didn't you foul around thirty eight seconds? You down seven. It's still t- on three possessions. Why they you playing play straight up defense? Now you want to foul with twenty seconds left? No, bro. You gonna lose. They knew what it was, man. It's over. <laughs> Try again on Friday. Stick a fork <laughs> in. Try know. again. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully they can beat the Hawks. Yeah, <laughs> no, no love for Charlotte. <laughs> no, nah, I don't think Charlotte gonna do it. But that's another conversation with the dog. We gonna catch y'all later. Peace out. <laughs>